The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Ashholes, broadcast live from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We are always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and of course at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. This week, we are smoking the La Aurora DNA Robusto, and we are smoking it with Willy Marante. 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 I knew you were going to put it. Yeah, well, I did that on purpose. From La Aurora Cigars, Miami Cigars. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, all the way up from Miami. You guys do weather a little bit different in March up here. Yes, we do. Yeah, three quarters of the year. You know, anytime you want to have us, you know, down there to do the show. Absolutely. I'd be totally for it. There's only a 60 degree difference between here and back home. (laughs) Only 60? (laughs) And that puffy white stuff you have on the ground out there. Oh, that puffy white stuff. (laughs) never goes. We're getting more of that stuff tonight, supposedly. How exciting. Although the the weather people can't seem to make up their minds. Are we getting a foot and a half? Are we getting two inches? Are we getting half a foot? They they don't know. That thing has changed so many times in the last 24 hours. It really has. Unbelievable. But we're glad you're with us. I'm glad to be here. And um, you come up every other month, right, to the New England area. You're the New England rep, even though you live in Miami. It's a, it's a tough gig. Who'd you, you piss did, off to get that gig? I was just going to say the same I actually won in a lucky game of straws. <laughs> I, I would say you may want to change that word lucky. Yeah, to unlucky. <laughs> it's a form of For luck. the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's never unlucky. It's great to be here with all you guys, mm-hmm. even... Mr. Jonathan back there. But you get to leave, yes, so that's yes. why it's <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know there's that 60-degree difference because Willie's still wearing his hat inside <laughs> on the stage where it's all hot and the lights And are I got bass layers on, too. So. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's almost T-shirt weather out there right now. Almost. Yeah. So almost 40. <laughs> now, how are you doing, Aaron? It's doing good well. to see you. Yeah, doing well. You had a good week? Yeah, pretty good week. Do anything? Nothing Worth, exciting. Nothing exciting. Yeah, I mean, doing some work. Uh, work. Getting yeah. covered in insulation, all that fun stuff. Uh, same, same with me. No insulation, but, you know, lots of cleaning. We had um, uh, Anna's um, upcoming um, psychiatric service dog mm-hmm. uh, visited for uh, the day on Saturday. And so there was a ton of cleaning and preparing to do. There's, you know, my, my middle daughter, Willie, has, she's on the autistic scale, Sorry, and she's getting a, um, a psychiatric service dog to kind of help her out, and it's been a long process. It's been a, a, about a year and a half, and now, you know, the puppy's like 12 weeks old, and it came for its first day visit this last Saturday, and they wanted to film it coming into the house for the, oh, for the company. That, that explains so, the cleaning. Yeah, that like, explains I don't think the dog cares. <laughs> yeah, the dog doesn't care. We don't really care, but... We wanted everything to look nice, so, oh, my gosh, what a bunch Production, of work right? that was. <laughs> you know, Anna's great and everything, but she's like a mess bomb. Anywhere she goes, mm-hmm. you know, because nothing is put away. Yeah. Yeah. So we are smoking the uh, La Aurora DNA Robusto. You want to tell us a little bit about this cigar, Willie? So here in the States, this cigar is called um, DNA yeah. or Dominican DNA back in Santiago. It's called ADN, which is the acronym in Spanish translation to English. So it's mm-hmm. DNA here in the States. It's ADN 
in the Dominican. It was released last year, Pro Cigar. It was supposed to be a Dominican release, and with the great feedback we got from everybody at Pro, we released it last year at the IPCPR. Um, it's something different to the market. Right. Obviously, it has Andujo. Yep. And We're going to get tobacco, into that yep. in a little bit. Yep. But over the top right now, you have a Havana 2000 wrapper with a Cameroon binder, and it's mm. African Cameroon. Mm-hmm. And then you have a Dominican, Pennsylvania, Nicaraguan, and Andujo in there also. So you got a nice combination for something to create something really nice and interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very interesting medium-bodied smoke. There's lots of um, taste here. It's a very, it's a, it's got a, like a sweet overtone to it. Yeah. You know, and uh, but there's some spice, and uh, the retro. I'm kind of picking up some pine, maybe. Pine? A little so bit of everything. Pine wood, charred oak. But yeah, charred oak. You're thinking. You know, so a little hairs. bit of nuts. But no, there's no <laughs> butt hairs in this. This this yeah, is splitting this hairs. Is, you're splitting hairs. <laughs> very good. <laughs> so, you know, uh, the burn on this has been very uh, good so far. I've had a couple of these going up to the show and um, really enjoyed it. It's a very nice cigar. I hope you guys were able to get these uh, as you're listening to the show. Mm, yeah, very, very rich flavor. Mm. You know, it's, there's no missing it. You know, it's like you know you were smoking just lots of flavor. Have you guys ever cut oak flooring? With a dull saw blade. Yeah, it kind of burns it. Yeah, you get that a little bit of vanilla kind of bur- smoke coming off of the, that oak. So there is a sweetness, even though it's burnt, there is a sweetness to the smoke coming off of an oak flooring when you cut it with a, a dull saw blade. And that's yeah, a little or bit if you're an arsonist and you're just, you know. Well, you I mean, you guys smell. touched that. In. A, a lot of the notes you should get from this is um, molasses, mm-hmm. caramel, mm-hmm. some, uh, some coffee, obviously, from the beans and stuff like that. You'll get light bitterness. But, mm-hmm. you know, and then obviously a lot of traf- tropical notes. Mm-hmm. So you said pine mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, those are some of the characteristics that you should be picking up with the different combinations that go into the cigar. Now, you say, you know, coffee from the beans. Do you guys grow, grow coffee on the farm as well? Yes, because you have to put back into the soil mm. after cropping. Mm. I did not know that you guys did coffee, too. La Rota, has, La Rota has their own coffee. We have our own rum. We, we're, we everything. Well, <laughs> we appreciate you bringing us some rum and coffee Yeah. for us. Oh, wait, you didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This would have yeah. gone a lot better if you did. Mm. <laughs> you know, Only Eric, to us. Eric, when he comes on from Hammer and Sickle, he always brings booze with him. Yeah. We keep inviting him back. Because, you know, if, if we have him without liquor, it's just terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's a tor- terrible show. Eric is my friend, and Somewhere I am not building, going to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> So you've already kind of answered one question, you know, it's called the DNA, and yet the, the label says, you know, ADN. So that's the Spanish translation yeah, on the screen. Yeah, Okay. Um, tell us a little bit about the uh, Andulo tobacco, because so that's Andu- a very different thing than in most cigars. Andulo is the process. Mm-hmm. So um, the, tobacco, the tobacco is usually used in pipe and in chewing tobacco. Andulo has been around for years. Mm-hmm. Now, Andulo process is the oldest form of cultivating tobacco in the Dominican. Mm-hmm. It goes back five, 600 years since the Taino Indians used to roam around the, the island before Columbus discovered the new world. Mm-hmm. In essence, um, the tobacco is brought down yellow to brown, and then it's grouped together into palm tree pods, roped, and then hanged to ferment for about two years, wrapped up in bunch like that. Hmm. Wow. Um, that's a long time to be. The tobacco gets this. Real, it becomes <coughs> this real hard log. Mm-hmm. It smells great mm-hmm. if you ever get to see it in hand. Um, back in the day, people would actually leave the log out, let it ferment and harden, and actually cut an enduyo pipe and smoke enduyo straight out of it. 
Really? Hmm. Yes. It, it, it's a, it's rich in history. That's why um, the cigar is called DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, La Rora is um, one of the oldest Dominican factories making cigars since 1903. Right. So they're paying homage to their heritage with this cigar. You know, mm. they're Dominican. It's in their DNA. It's their oldest form of cultivating, and they wanted to bring something, share their history with the U.S. market and with the nation and the world about cigars. Sure, sure. Yeah, and, and it is extremely old company and you know going to your website you've got this incredible history page that has this you know active timeline as you scroll down the page and it has all this information that comes in as you scroll down it's still family owned and family ran for three four is it fourth generation now fourth generation now yep yep what's it like working for a company that's that's got that much history that much family history and it's amazing really is so important to to the dominican republic it's, it's everything you would think it is mm-hmm. when you go visit the factory. I mean, it's 1,200 employees. Everybody loves to work for La Rora out there. Mm-hmm. You know, Guillermo and the family give so much back to Santiago and Tamboril and everything. I just spent four days there myself and time of my life. Mm. You know, they're, they're, we don't have enough time to talk about <laughs> <laughs> everything that they do and what they bring to the table. That's, how did you get hooked up with them? Um, I used to work five years in retail before. Where'd you work? Um, in Miami. At where? Um, so we're <laughs> <laughs> Havana. Um, it's in Doral, Florida. Okay. We had a big store, almost fifteen hundred facings at any given time. Wow. So we, we stayed busy. Facings. That's pretty big. So what what made you decide to get out of that and into the next level? You always the want next to keep level. Growing. So this was coming and being a New England rep was the next level from the <laughs> Miami kid? Well, I started off with Miami Cigar in office. Yeah. And then the lucky game of straws put me in New England. <laughs> <laughs> Do you enjoy coming up here? Absolutely. Um, coming Are from Miami. It, no, it, it's, it, it's great to visit different cultures and see different parts of the nation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, New England in its own world up here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's true. You guys do winter. We don't really do winter in Miami, but hey. I like how you guys <laughs> do winter down in Miami. It's 80 I'm degrees right <laughs> now. On the uh, beach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a big proponent of starting Two Guys South. You know, I like a Florida-based shop. I like that. And that I, would love, I would love to headline that shop. That would be a fantastic idea. What, what's also different about this cigar is, like, unlike other cigars where the tobacco is grown... You know, Anduyo is made, not grown. Mm-hmm. It's the process that makes it distinctive. You know, no, it's not the seed variety or the ground conditions. So you can make Anduyo really out of any tobacco? Possibly. And, but do they use a specific seed strain for It's this? the simplest seed, as Manuel has told me. It's, 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 it's a seed variety that could be grown pretty much any parts of Dominican. Okay. Um, the exact seed they use, I guess, like everything, they don't. They don't share. <laughs> they, they don't, don't share. share. Okay. You know, the colonel never revealed his recipe, <laughs> but it, it's. He did tell us the number of spices. I'd like to go on record as saying that. <laughs> yes. But it is a, a very common seed that could be grown in any part. It's just the cultivating and the way that it's done. Hmm. And I'm still, you know, two years is a long time for that. To, now, once once that's done, is it totally then ready the log, for, for the cigars? The or log it, itself, once yep. it's done, it requires some more work. Mm-hmm. Um, up till now, you could have only used it in short fillers. Okay. Um, La Rora first started doing a special project for Ventura, mm-hmm. Project 805, where they use short filler. They have formed a way to decompress one entire Yagua mm-hmm. and pull 60% long filler to be able to use for the cigar. Okay. So out of one log, sense. it'll be 60% used in long filler tobacco. The rest gets used for short filling 
pipe, and chewing tobacco. So there's a lot of work that goes into this. Because, a lot. I mean, taking something that's a solid if, log. I mean, I have a video break that, that I can email again. you guys. If you see the work that these guys have to go through, you know, between wrapping it and squeezing it with ropes and stuff, it's truly incredible the amount of work that goes into this process. Yeah, you showed me that video earlier today, right? A ton of work that goes into this. It was amazing to watch, and so many different people you know, were involved in that. How much does one of those things weigh when it's all when Easily, it's all I would say anywhere between tw 20 to 30 pounds because I was just there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to bring it back with me, but I don't, TSA didn't let me check it in. <laughs> did, you, did you attempt to bring it back? And I TSA, did. Yeah. yeah. What did they do? Any fruits or vegetables to declare? <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of hard, like this giant thing. I mean, <laughs> it didn't fit in my bag. <laughs> Is it, was that really why? Because it didn't fit in your no, bag? No, I knew I wasn't going to get it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tried We'll get oh it. We'll get goodness. it. We'll get approved and sent out to you guys. So, um, where's so far been your um, favorite place to visit up here? Two guys. Oh, that's yeah. a very <laughs> good answer. That's a very good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere is great. Um, every state is its own little world. Every store is different. Mm -hmm. Every store has their own crew, and it, it's great. Now you do New England, New York. No, I do. I don't do New York. I do every other state with Vermont, but okay. I don't really go too much into Vermont. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, not a whole there's lot. lot of there's not a whole 99 lot there. 99% tax. Exactly. Really yeah. Serious. <laughs> They've shot themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you come up, how, how, do you, how do you do that, living in Miami? What's, what's your what's your A lot of phones, a lot of there? emails, you know, you, you try to set your dates, mm -hmm. plan accordingly. Obviously, Mother Nature had different plans for us this trip. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, because I didn't come up in February thinking, oh, well, normally January and February are your rough winter months. But you had 60 and 70 degrees weather in February. and then It was weird, yeah. I decided to come up and Mother Nature <laughs> says, we're going to give you a nor'easter right before you get there. So it's And we're going to give you one while you're there. And I might get one right before I leave again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have been told that I am the bad luck curse, and every time I come, it snows. So. <laughs> Pardon my French, but you're oh. <laughs> Appreciate that. You're not the first today to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, of all the different, you know, things that, uh, you know, La Aurora makes tons of different lines of cigars, what makes this particular one stand out? From, I think it's the Anduyo. Yep. I mean, obviously, La Aurora is known for their preferitos. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that specific Vitola, the Short Perfecto, was the first cigar they ever designed back in 1903. Right. And um, like I tell people all the time, it's their crown and jewel to the company. That's why all the different wrappers and tubos are named after jewels, sapphire, gold, you know, ruby. That's their crown and jewel. This puts us aside because it's nothing that's ever been done before in the industry with Anduyo and 100% long filler. And how is this being received out there? Every, how's, it, how's it going? Everywhere we've placed it, you know, it's done well. The more that the guys start learning about the history and the work that goes into it, and the more they smoke it and the more they see it, the more they're able to get behind it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like everything. The more we beat you with it, the more you're <laughs> able to get more behind <laughs> it. Uh, smoking already. No. What I find interesting about this, I tend to be a milder cigar smoker. Mm -hmm. And the uh, DNA is absolutely full flavored, but the strength on it comes in at medium. And by the time I get to the band, I find it gets to medium plus. But it's not so far outside of my wheelhouse mm -hmm. that I can't keep it in my regular rotation. And I do keep it in my regular rotation. And th I know that there's some leather tongue dudes out there like Dan that, <laughs> you know, they, they smoke much stronger cigars than I do. And this cigar could be a nice um, way to bring both cigar smokers together. We both can smoke it and get enjoyment out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. One thing um, 
Manuel is very vivid about speaking is La Rora stands for making cigars that are enjoyed at all times. They believe in full flavor, not so much full body. Mm -hmm. Although if you smoke the Perforito Diamond or the Maduro, you'll get some full body notes in there. Mm -hmm. But they like cigars that anybody can enjoy at any time of the day. Mm -hmm. um, what he just said is something I like to touch on a lot with this cigar. So if you're a medium guy, this is still enough mediumness and flavor to keep you there and still intrigue you maybe to get you to that next level. And if you're a full body guy, this is just the right amount of touch to maybe start your day with. Not maybe end your day, but definitely get you going to build up to your Maduros and your double the heroes and everything Yeah, this else is a smoking. cigar that a full-bodied guy could pop like Tic Tacs. I mean, he could, he could go back to back Absolutely. with the DNA. Definitely. You know, it's, you know, you're right. I am a more full-bodied uh, smoker usually, but I really enjoy the cigar. And uh, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of flavor here. There's a, and and uh, I agree with uh, Jonathan, too, that it's a, it's a medium-bodied. Obviously, you have, the, very you have your natural African Cameroon binder, so you do get your sweetness from that. Right. You do have Andujo, that's You're going to get some molasses, mm -hmm. and it's going to give it body. And then, obviously, for the full-body guys, you do have Pennsylvania and Nicar Nicaragua in the filler. So you're definitely going to get your peppers and spice from that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah, in there. it's a very well-rounded cigar. So it's bound to catch everybody's notes somehow, some way. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely a cigar I could have any time of the day and be and be good with it as a full-body guy. Yeah, and, and it all plays very well together. It's it's well blended. Uh, you know, you, on the finish, I'm getting more of a like a dried apricot, but you know, you still have all those peppers and the the spices early on. But once you get to that mm. finish, it just kind of lingers that little bit of brightness. And I think that's what Manuel likes to say a lot to, when he does his seminars, that, he, you know, you get those tropical notes. Mm -hmm. And he's very big on that. We did one not so long ago with him up down at um, Nashua, and I know the guys enjoyed it. And he'll tell you he's big on those notes. Mm. Aaron, I hate you right now, but uh, <laughs> there we nailed go. it. <laughs> First time we've heard those harps on you the show. You nailed it. I'm glad I was able to provide that for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a very nice – it's a – very kind of thick, oily, sweet finish to it. Though. And it's, a, it's molasses, like a very cool sensation is, on the draw, too. It's mm. like. Yes. It's like, you know, this is a radio program. <laughs> People it's, can't it's, he mm, hear yeah. what you're doing. Oh. Okay. So we'll just uh, move on, perhaps to the uh, top five. Okay. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label medium-strength red label, or the full-bodied and full-flavored blue label. Siri 5.5 has it all. 5 and 5 equals a perfect 10, and that's what you get every time with 5.5 cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right, today's top five list are going to be top five really crazy things that schools have banned. Okay, I wonder and how not many just I brought in. not just in the United States, but but uh, everywhere, and um, I guess cigars are one of them, huh? No, cigars is not one of them. <laughs> cigars did not make the top five, thank goodness. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure that they've been outlawed at schools yeah, forever. Yes, for some reason that's not crazy. But well, I did have a, I had <laughs> a, a I'm not entirely teacher in the sixth grade that. that used to smoke cigars after work <laughs> in her classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Don't see that nowadays. You know, Special and, filler, and in the reverse, I had I had a, a couple of young uh, ladies. They were both in their twenties, who I, I, they came in. And I'm thinking these these girls are going to ask for you know 
drug-related stuff or, you know, where's the rolling papers or thing. No, they wanted cigars. They ended up getting uh, huh. Perdomo 20th anniversary okay. cigars and sat and, and smoked. Yeah, exactly. It was like, this is what you see in all of the, I mean, these were, the, it, I, I couldn't help myself. At one point, I just had to go over and ask, I said, how did you girls get into cigars? And uh, one of them, uh, said to me, my dad introduced me to cigars when I was 13 years <laughs> old. <laughs> I have four older brothers. Okay. And so she's been smoking since she was 13. Oh, that's fine. And I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> you don't see that very often. You don't see that, yeah. So anyway, the n- number five, things that have been banned at school. Number five, snowballs. Snow- yeah, the snowballs. cake? Good the luck. cupcake? Good With luck the coconut on that. the outside? No, the actual <laughs> snowball. And that is, you know, and schools in Toronto and in the UK have banned snowball throwing. Well, that's a, you know, in Toronto, that's an all year round issue. Because it's just so dangerous to them. We don't get snowballs in Miami. They they see it, you know, uh, in in the article here, it says, according to the schools in question, snowball-related skirmishes are violent and dangerous and must be stopped. I wonder how my friend Rudy feels from Canada. (laughs) (laughs) The Toronto District School Board System Superintendent said such acts of wanton violence should not be condoned. And he equates he equates snowball uh, fights to throwing rocks and sticks. Well, sometimes, yeah. I mean, shame. Who hasn't Mm -hmm. been hit with an ice ball? I mean, I, I get it, but good luck stopping them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to stop it. But uh, this kid brought a snowball into school. It's like, no, it's already there. So <laughs> just use your imagination. Number four. Number four is really weird. Best friends. No best friends. BFFs. No, that's Banned. that is insane. Banned. Banned. No in best friends. In the UK and in some places of the United States. Because other kids are left out. Right. That's insanity. Right. Y- y- the kids are just so, so uh, wound up at, at, in, in uh, especially in, you know, four to ten and the, with relationship status and everything that they have banned. When you, you're not allowed to call somebody your best friend. You know. Not allowed to call somebody your best friend. They, they are not allowed to complain about how the world turns out mm-hmm. when those kids are adults. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, you know, ridiculous. Um, and this has gone into some of the summer camps, too. And in, in, there's this one in uh, New York, in uh, Phoenicia, New York. They actually have friendship coaches. And coaches. when kids get too close together, when they start to become best friends, they switch the cabins and pair them up with other kids so that other kids don't get left out. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? Extremely. What do, you, I mean, what do you think of this, Willie? Come on. I have chime in. no. I have no comment on a best friend. How, how can you a forbid somebody day. from having a best friend? I mean, it's just crazy. Does, does well, you can have secret best friends. You just can't have best friends out in the open. Yeah, you can't tell somebody your best friend with someone else. That's it's just <laughs> insanity. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How do you police that kind of thing? I mean, yeah, you can switch cabins, but you can't control. I got no comment to that. Um, internal thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Next is no fun allowed. Yeah, well, almost. That's already there. Yeah. <laughs> number number three is running. I was close. Running. <laughs> I was close. And cartwheels. Running in the UK and you must cartwheels in Ontario. And uh, the UK the, some boring. schools actually banned running in a number of parts of their. So running was limited to this 
area over here in the playground. You, know you can run over there, but nowhere else. Nowhere else are you allowed to run. It's okay. Other, other countries can do that because we'll just win the Olympics. So that'll be easy. <laughs> That's, I'm okay with that one in other countries. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, uh, school in Ontario, Canada, proposed a um, cartwheel ban in 2017, just last year. And um, cartwheels are not permitted is actually written in their handbook. Why? Because it looks too much like a throwing star well, or something? Well, I can, as a gymnastics coach of 15 years, I can tell you that cartwheels can be dangerous for someone that doesn't know you're about to do a cartwheel. If you're standing behind someone. I they, can see they that. They could kick you. Oh, I can see I, that. I've seen people get kicked in the head by the car and before. That one's okay. If you, don't, okay with if you don't do it right, you can hit your head and yep. neck yep. problems. But I still, can see. I can kind of understand the cartwheel. These are probably the same schools that have banned dodgeball and yeah. all, what? there's a ban on dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, a lot of schools banned dodgeball. A lot of schools banned dodgeball. What's what is your school experience without getting whacked in the head with a dodgeball? Yeah, it's well, it's it's the same as banning bullying. It's like it's still gonna happen. Right. <laughs> it's like a good, okay, yeah, you're gonna stop that. Yeah. None of none of you know my daughters are all in the uh, Haverhill, Massachusetts school system, and all of those schools have a no tolerance for zero bullying, tolerance. Zero yeah. tolerance for bullying. Bullying still goes on. Yeah, you it's just gotta be secret about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and do your secret cartwheels. Kids are not secret about the bullying. Let me tell you. <laughs> no. There's no such. You know, if you go to middle school and there's no bullying going on, you're not with real children. Mm. <laughs> you're not <Something>. funny. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Basically, that's it. Number two. Number two. Clapping. Clap. Oh, that's... Clapping ban. In Australia, they have banned clapping Why? in their schools. And it, this is just uh, crazy nuts. It says, I get it if it's, you're being disruptive, mm-hmm. but I don't understand it in any other context. Well, let's face it. If, they, if they're doing announcements and they're, they're giving out a bunch of awards, I hate it when people clap yeah. before the end. You don't clap for every single kid. You got 500 True. kids. Just leave the clapping until the end. But there should be some applause. That that I get. So Control, is it related where, to where the clapping other happens. kids getting left out, not getting clapped for? No. Here, Only the here, ones without friends. Here's here's what they said. They said school officials happily provided pupils with alternative methods of conveying their enthusiasm. The children who were 100% not dazed and confused by the perfectly not confused worthy changes were told to quote unquote punch the air. Can you Punch read that again? Because I the didn't. Air. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm dazed and confused You're right dazed now. And confused. <laughs> I would be too. To silently cheer. Cartwheels Don't are dangerous, clap. but Just punching the air is okay. Silently cheer and wriggle on the spot. Wriggle. Wriggle. Wriggle on the spot. That's- that's just creepy. <laughs> they did not. They did. And the problem with clapping was that some people were really wigged out by the noise. Which. I work in special ed. I get it. Some kids are, are bothered by clapping. I totally get that. But this is not that. normal life. <laughs> but, you know. What, what is normal these days? Yeah. Wriggle on the spot. What is that? Can wriggle. Just, oh, just shaking. <laughs> if I'm wriggling like, on the spot, it's yeah. because I have to pee. <laughs> exactly. It's like, exactly. I got kicked out of the club because I was wriggling too much. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. And number one, the number one thing that schools have banned that is just really weird and strange is drum roll please sorry (laughs) (laughs) there it is curved buildings curved buildings curved buildings you know what (laughs) oh my i'm fine with that because why do you need a curved building 
like there's there's no functional in the UK. <laughs> Who cares? They have, they have like banned. They have banned curved buildings. Curved building, building. Curved walls, buildings, windows are banned because it is not an the uh, the best use of space. I agree. Not the it's best use of space. So everything is square and rectangular. There's not you know they want a specific area of of space for each student. And you can't get that with curved buildings. It was it, it was an attempt to save money. You know what? I'm actually okay with that one because at least it's logical. <laughs> There's some sense to it. And it's <laughs> sort not just, of. You can enforce that, you know, before anything happens. It's weird. But <laughs> That's very yeah. weird. Very weird. So there you I go. I'm start. Just punch the air. All right. Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> I'm really happy right now. Yeah, yeah, we can tell. Yeah. So you guys are more than out of your first third. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, I am, this is a very um, uh, sweet, mm-hmm. uh, very full flavor. There's some um, spice going on. There's, um, it's, it's a little bit nutty. I'm picking up some of that coffee that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got the caramelly um, sweetness. Yeah, really and nice. a, a woody, uh, you know, is it pine? And it goes back and forth to me. I guess it changes as the cigar goes on, you know, the, the pine. Um, now I'm getting more of a cedar to it. Mm-hmm. There's some deeper wood notes, too. Um, it's very, very nice and very smoky. Yeah, it's a yeah, great a smoke smoky output. cigar. And the burn has been great. I haven't had to touch it up or anything. Aaron, what about you? What are you picking up? I mean, we, you've listed every note. You li- yeah, you listed every note on let's, the planet. Let's just cover, so. let's, you know, <laughs> shotgun, cover everything. No, uh, really enjoyable. I mean, it's a great blend. There's, there's a lot going on. You know, every, t- every puff, there's something interesting. You know, it's not the same flavor every single puff. That's true. So I yeah. always appreciate that. All right. We're going to go to our break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to announce the Ash Hole of the Week and continue our thoughts on the La Aurora DNA Robusto. We'll be right back. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. 
Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional, a flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of the Ashholes. Yay! On the United Podcast Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humid tubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Hello and welcome back to the Ash Holes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, Spotify as well. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We are smoking the La Aurora DNA and we have Willie Maranti. That was better. 
Yeah, you see that? But it's Marante. Marante. Stick to the white boy pronunciation. We have Willie with us. But I'm Latino. I'm here to correct him. To get, we're going to get it right. Uh, By the end of the show, he's going to pronounce my last name right. I doubt it. Marante. I have hope. I want to. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out here. We have uh, Mike Miles and Ed Chanchio from the Friends in Recovery podcast in our audience. Uh, you can catch their podcast Tuesdays at uh, four in the afternoon. And we also have Tom Troy from the Don't Do It Yourself podcast and Political TNT. Don't Do It Yourself is on Thursdays at 11, and uh, Saturdays at 10.30 is Political TNT. So we have some other podcasters in our audience checking out the Ashholes radio Welcome. show. Yes. That's Hope awesome. you're enjoying the cigar. Great to support each other. You enjoying it out there? Yeah. yeah. You picking up what we're laying down out there? Yeah. Very I very nice. highly doubt it. I'm going to quiz you at the end of the show then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So... You know, with, <laughs> with all of the, you know, obviously, you know, you've got a real hectic schedule. You know, every, you know, other month you said you're away for how long? At least 11 or 12 days. At least 11 or 12 days. Mm. Do, you, do you have a family back home in Miami? Yes. And how, how, how is that juggling all of that? Because this isn't like just driving and coming back. Do you this also have like a family up gone. here? Are you splitting <laughs> your time between two families? Balance it out, you know? Um, it's interesting, um, obviously. That's not a yes or no to the two-family thing. I don't have a family up here at the record state. <laughs> um, it, it's balance. It's, it's everything. I mean, when I'm home, it's always something. When I'm not home, it's always something. Mm-hmm. It's your typical Hispanic family. <laughs> You're never going to yeah, win. Yeah, we know all about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, so as your quintessential white guys, tell us about the quintessential Hispanic family. Oh, now you're trying to get me killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where you're just your typical loud family of a conversation or two sounds like six. Everything sounds like an argument, but we just speak in a tone where the neighbors can hear us. You want to make sure that everybody you knows what's going on. You want to keep everybody informed. Yeah. They know that we're arguing, stay away. You want yeah. witnesses, yep. <laughs> Ideally, it's no different. I always tell people, you know, Cubans in Miami, Italians and Irish, we're the same concept, just mm-hmm. a different method of operation up here. <laughs> just a different method of operation. But it's the same. That's great. It's the same. That's great. So, Aaron, are you picking up anything, you know, after the break on this cigar here? Uh, not any new flavors, mm-hmm. but it's just, it, it's, it's nice and steady. I feel like the, the burn has slowed down a little bit. So, mm. it, it kind of burned a little faster early on uh, when I was getting more pepper. Now the pepper's kind of dying down, uh, but still it's got that sweetness and just that complexity there. That's Yeah, I'm getting more of a charred wood. Uh, kind of flavor yeah. with this now, and it's, it's a little bit the more earthy. The spice should just be there just a nudge a bit more Yep. now that you're getting into the half and into that last third instead of that front third. Mm-hmm. Now, Willie, do you just smoke cigars that are uh, from La Aurora, or do you bounce around yourself to kind of see what's out there on the market? Are you trying to get me fired? No, just uh, <laughs> no. because lots of lots of reps, no, I do. There are lots of reps that only smoke no, what no. they make. For example, when George Padron is up, he only smokes Padron. He doesn't want to try anything else. Mm-hmm. But there's other reps. You know, we had Eric from Hammer and Sickle here visiting us today, and he smoked at least no, no, three no. of your cigars. Absolutely, I smoke everything in the company. I'm Mikey. I'll try everything once. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the stuff, like Miami cigar per se, our portfolio is cut into two. Our Dominican side is made by La Rora, mm-hmm. but then our Nicaraguan side, our Nestor Miranda's, is made by Don Pepin in the My Father factory. So definitely, I mean, we're always encouraged to try different things. you got to know what people are doing out there. Do you lean yourself flavor-wise more toward Dominican tobacco, or do you lean more toward Nicaraguan tobacco? I lean towards everything. It all depends what I'm doing <laughs> in the so day. <laughs> and what, am I tailgating? Am the I home? The answer is yes. <laughs> it all depends. What time of the day? Am I tailgating at 7 o'clock day? in the morning for a UN? 
football game or it's at 6 p.m. and I'm with my dad in the backyard watching a Heat game. Am I struggling to watch a Marlins game? You know, what are, <laughs> you are, what are we doing? You are, without a doubt, a company man. <laughs> so you if you are struggling to watch a Marlins game, Nicaraguan or yes, Dominican? Yes, Nicaraguan. Spice. Nicaraguan. <laughs> <laughs> Something to keep you interested. Absolutely. <laughs> and awake. Like, I get back home now, and it's the Marlins versus Red Sox. Like, how do I deal with that? Mm. One day a Marlins shirt, the next day a Red Sox hat to keep everybody happy. I wouldn't put uh, it past yeah, you. Red Sox fans will never be happy. Although so. I am excited no. to receive my Danny Amendola jersey now for the Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little okay. Keep it down out there in the audience. Oh, We're Patriots fans here. Hey, I, that's my one plug I got. I, I got to use it. I don't have anything else. Before him, Zeus, uh, just saying. <laughs> I mean, we did win that one Monday night game. That was nice. Yes, you did. That's true. I'll give you that. Don't worry about it. We'll pick a punter now with it and call it even. All right. Well, this may be a very good segue into the Ash Hole of the Week. Okay. Uh, this week's Ash Hole of the Week is a uh, woman from Oregon um, whose name is uh, – uh, where is it on this thing? Netherland is her last name. But um, she is accused – of drugging kids at her daycare center. How could you forget her first name? It's January. Is is that it's, yeah. okay? January Netherland. Well, January Netherland. I'm blaming okay. her parents. Whatever happened. <laughs> <laughs> so she owns she owns this uh, little daycare called Little Giggles. All right. Okay. There's there's your <clears throat> first problem. Right there's your there. first problem. Little giggles. And, and she drugged the kids. Gee, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like having a you know a clown come to your birthday party named <laughs> Mr. Happy Pants. It's like something's gonna go wrong here. <laughs> and every day between eleven and two, she called that nap time, and parents were not allowed to come or, or pick up their kids during those. There's another red were, flag right there. And it turned out what she was doing was giving the her kids that she was watching melatonin, which is an over-the-counter, you know... Um, yep, sleep aid. Sleep aid. And she'd go to a tanning booth and, and work on her tan during that time. Hang on, she'd leave the kids there? She would leave while the kids they slept. while they slept. Yeah, I can see how that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. And go on a tanning, a tanning spree. I mean, I don't have kids, but I've heard stories of... The occasional parent, maybe a little NyQuil thinking about, yeah, at home. It's a, you know, it's a thought that every A little Benadryl has. to get you through the evening <laughs> uh, on a rough day. I mean, uh, we've heard all of her stories of that. He's been I think this is a bit day. much, though. This, is a, this no. is a bit much. So apparently her former boyfriend and a former roommate alerted the police to this behavior. So there's a little vindictive, I'm oh. going to get you stuff going on. Good. But they, they start watching her and realize that this, is, this really is going on. And she was uh, arrested and charged. And what I find really, she was sentenced to 21 years and four months in prison. Well, they knew that you were going to tell the story uh, here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. So they needed to give her a number (laughs) that we could use to tie in. How do you throw in the four months, though? Yeah, 21. Well, because it it broke down. (laughs) (laughs) It's like for for each kid she did that to, there's... Another several years and so just adds Maybe. right up. I just, you know, I'm, I totally think what she did was whacked out and wrong. And, and, and she certainly, in, in my mind, for doing this, <laughs> leaving the kid, drugging your kids and going yeah. to get it to you. That, I mean, that's total ash hole of would, the week material. It, this is one of the rare occasions where if she was a drug addict, it would, at least it would make more sense. It's like, no, she's tanning and working out CrossFit. Of course it's CrossFit, right? <laughs> it's just so, crazy. But 21 years, that just seems, for melatonin, 
Yeah. That it, seems a little excessive. Be, well, she did it to so many Go, kids. You know, it I was guess. probably a couple of years for each. It doesn't and if she did it for so many kids, yeah, then it's yeah. Gonna it doesn't say that it was up. that it was, you know you know, so many years for each kid. That that must be what it is. Yeah, it had to have been broken down because but that's it a just it just seems the the punishment seems excessive. No. No, no way. No nope. You don't think so? As As a parent, twenty one years. If somebody was giving your kid a sleep aid or something without your permission when they're right. supposed to be watching them and leaving them unattended. So I would want to kill there. them, actually. I would yeah. want the death penalty. Uh, so yeah, I so think 21 years 21 is years a little light. Yeah, she yeah. got, a, she got light, off huh? light. She got off light. And in the time of world we're living in now, mm-hmm. where I am leaving very grateful, I don't even have a died? kid. What if there was like a you know, gas oh, leak totally. or something in the house? Are you grateful totally or skillful? I'm grateful right now because I feel like I would have catched the case and got arrested. Like somebody looks at my goddaughter or my nephew the wrong way. I'm ready to go to war. Yeah. I can't imagine my own child like that. Even yeah, though no. she named <laughs> it Little Giggles as a, like a warning, you know. The why? Why still. does that? Why does that? It's is just, that a red flag? It's just a to terrible you? name for a, a terrible name. Little, little Giggles. giggles. It, just, it sounds creepy. When it, you it drug makes them? me think of like Pennywise, you know. It's like, oh, we all float down here. Mm. Now, melatonin is is uh, something that we use in in our house. It's a you know, it's a natural sleep aid. You know, so you drug your kids. This is of why course. you don't think. Yeah, and we have that on record. You can only drug kids. your own kids. You know, kids. We, other we all kids. drug our kids, but we drug our kids when we're at home and we want them to go to bed. You know, when when you're working and you're earning money watching other people's children, yeah. and you you know give them. You know, maybe the parents. You know gave you know her permission to to do Drugged stuff the like first that. time but this is yeah it's a ridiculous it's thing to, to leave them and go and yeah, tan. This, this to go tanning yeah tanning, to go tanning. that's out. what's so ridiculous about you this. think that it would be a red flag you show up and and she's one shade and then you come back and, and she's, she's four shades darker well how the hell did that happen if you've been inside <laughs> the whole time are just so bright you gave me a tan they weren't outside playing dodgeball, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And only being able to pick up the kids and drop off the kids between certain hours. Like, oh, you can't come at 11 or 2 o'clock because that's sketchy right there. That is sketchy. That like, is no, sketchy. That would no, be the first no. thing I would do is show up. Yeah. And apparently, you know, because, you know, they, they really were sleeping because she, uh, yeah, you know, the, their, their whole sleep schedules were all whacked out. They couldn't sleep at night. They had problems going back to yeah. sleep. Because they were sleeping so long during the day, and it's like with kids, sometimes these things have opposite effect. You know, you give mm-hmm. a kid caffeine and it'll put them to sleep sometimes. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> so it's like if any of these kids had the opposite. What effect. the hell are you giving your kids, Aaron? I don't have any kids. Oh, thank but, God! But <laughs> do I, not give them <laughs> caffeine. <laughs> yeah, don't. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> I've been giving caffeine since the age of three. I mean, you're getting cafe con leche in your milk bottle for Christ's sakes. I've seen kids Cuban. By age thirteen, we're, lose we're, their we're fully adapted to caffeine. That's that doesn't affect us anymore. That's good to know, <laughs> and it explains a few things about you. <coughs> unfortunately, hey now. Unfortunately, that miracle drug Benadryl had the opposite effect on my girls. It woke them up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Friends that their kids got into some Benadryl and they were like losing their mind, like high as a kite, mm-hmm. instead of putting them to sleep. So. Yeah, yeah, the opposite thing. So we're very grateful for the melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, there you go. That's the ash hole of the week. Um, more thoughts on the cigar here, Aaron? Uh, again, you know, no How new. How many fl- new flavors could he get? He's exactly. smoked less than half an inch. <laughs> well, I'm just want, you know, we've we spent five minutes. Let's talk about this. What do you got? Talking. Yeah. You got anything new? I'm getting more caramel at this point in the cigar. So you already mentioned the caramel. But that flavor is coming out more. Yes, it is. Yeah. That flavor is coming yeah, out more. Yeah, because as, of those as other the pepper dies down, the, the sweetness kind of picks up and with the spice, 
Yeah, it's great. I'm picking up snow. <laughs> yeah, up snow We're all going to be picking up snow in the morning. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Not me. I, I live in a townhouse. This I have people for that. <laughs> you have people. I do. You have people for that. All right. So, at How do I get out of the driveway tomorrow? Gun it. You own a shovel? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the rental car has this little brush and yeah, like almost all, like a pick. That's what yeah, you do. Yeah. You take the pick. Is that to shank somebody? No, no, no. You take <laughs> in a pinch. The, the yeah. pick is a shovel in a pinch. You just start digging with it. And mm-hmm. in about a couple hours, you'll be have enough space for one tire. It's kind of like using a toothbrush to clean. So I don't have to go to the gym in the morning. Floor. No, you will not have to go to the gym after this. <laughs> nope. Nope. You'll be all set and ready to go. I can see why you guys really like garages up here now. Yes. Yeah. We love garages up here if we have them, yes. So this point in the show, we do a segment called Miles with Styles, and that's a, a segment that a friend of ours, Michelle Styles, does for us. She's one of our regular listeners. She is a pro surfer and a model. And she's been listening to the show since it started. And as she goes all over the world, she visits cigar shops and places. And, and like last week, we, I was telling you before the show started, we did uh, uh, Kauai cigars from mm-hmm. uh, Hawaii. She lives in Hawaii. Stumbled what area? across uh, on the island of Kauai. Oh. And, okay. um, uh, you know, she finds this stuff, talks about it, you know, travel, food. It's a great, great little segment. Now, this week... She was uh, on the plane traveling to um, Auckland, New Zealand. So it's like she literally just landed. Uh, it's like you're on a plane ago. for over a day. Right? Yeah, it's actually tomorrow where she is. Mm. And um, uh, so her wife recorded the segment today. So we're going to listen to that. Aloha. Well, guys, I'm back in competition stride now. I'm heading for a pro-am in Auckland, New Zealand. This is a place I have feared to return to, as my last outing ended horrifically. But it's best to face your fears and put the ghosts of the past to bed. I'll face this one, head on. Then, I hope to join the rest of the ladies at the Rip Curl in Australia. I'm so happy you guys enjoyed the very unique Kauai cigars. And I'll do my best to get Pastor Padron another box, maybe even something else from this fine collection to sample. If Stu doesn't miss any more snow days, maybe Dan will even let him try one. I knew these cigars were special the moment I toured the farm and learned how much care goes into this product. It is made by people who love cigars, and I think it's obvious by how they taste and smell. Anyway, I'm traveling today, and I hope to listen live, but the traveling may mess up my sense of time. Love you all. Take it away, boys. This has been Miles with Styles, and you're listening to The Ash Holes on the United Podcast Network. <laughs> she did a nice job pronouncing that at the end, making sure that she said ash holes. That was good. Yes, yes, she did a very good job with that. I got to say, Ms. Um, <clears throat> Styles there is, uh, she's, she's quite the writer. Mm. She's very good at writing things. She's been writing for a long time. She's got a serious blog on WordPress. Um, I will look her up now. Yep. Uh, a ghost dancer at WordPress.com. It's her thing. <laughs> well, uh, she's a um, Native American. She's, uh, and ghost dancing is one of the, you know, main dances in her heritage. So a ghost dancer fits hmm. for her. So, 
Uh, but she literally just landed in uh, New Zealand just before the show started. And um, I know she's listening. She's on the YouTube site right now. Mm. <coughs> so, hello. And do send those cigars. Those were very good. And now, watch out for those other surfers. <coughs> now, it was, it was, you know, in the irony of ironies, we talked about this last week. Uh, uh, Les Drent, who uh, owns that company and blended the cigars, um, was actually here in New Hampshire. <laughs> And uh, he came by the Seabrook Two Guys shop oh, yeah? on Saturday, oh, and nice. we got to spend several hours together, and that was really uh, awesome. One of the things he told me Saturday was he had introduced again, and he's done so every year for the last five years, a bill that would cap the cigar tax in Hawaii to mm. 50 cents a stick. Right now it's a 50% tax on cigars over there. And last night he texted me and said that the um, uh, state had gutted his bill and instead uh, opted to raise uh, tobacco taxes to 80%. Wonderful. <laughs> and there's, a, there's, there's smoking bans everywhere in Hawaii. Yeah. 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 Hawaii is actually one of the states that I, I work by phone in the office when I am in the office. Mm-hmm. And it's literally impossible because I think there's only two or three stores that are actually grandfathered that you can smoke inside of. Right. You can't smoke on the beach if you're on vacation. You're very limited to smoking areas. A lot of the events the stores do are at bars and stuff like that Mm -hmm. where they got to set up pairings and take stuff to there because it is so difficult to be able to be allowed to smoke in certain areas of Hawaii. It's just nuts. And I, you know, can't, you know, it is so unfortunate that this guy had worked so hard, you know, working so hard. Now, it's not going to change the tax on cigars. It's cigarettes and okay. other tobacco products are going to go to 80% from okay. 50%. But still ridiculous. Yeah. Well, Utah's like that right now. Utah's yeah. 80%. Eight, I think it's 86. It's the, the highest tobacco tax in the country for, as far as cigars is concerned. Crazy. Willie, okay. before we wrap up, are there other cigars in your portfolio well, I, I, my question really is, what is your favorite cigar that you guys make? If you're, if you're going to pick one cigar that you're going to smoke today, that's going to be the only one today, which one do you smoke? It would be the highest rated cigar La Rora's ever had, which is the La Rora Cien Años. It was rated the number two cigar by um, Cigar Aficionado a few years back. That cigar, to me, is one of my personal favorites. It's just everything that I would want in a cigar, and I try to at least smoke one once a week. What, what's in that cigar? It's not even regular production anymore. Okay. okay. Um, so if you find it, get it. So if you get it, find it, save it. Mm-hmm. Um, just everything, the wrapper, the binder, the filler, it's just so creamy. Mm. You mm. know, it came second place to a Cuban cigar okay. the year that it was rated number two. Wow. But also, um, one of my go-tos a lot outside of the DNA is um, our time capsules. Mm-hmm. We have um, what we call Time Castle. So it's 1962 Corojo, 1987 Connecticut, and um, 1903 Cameroon. We call them Time Capsules because each wrapper year is indigenous to the year the factory worked with that specific wrapper. Okay. So in 1903, the first wrapper the factory ever worked with was Cameroon. 1962 Corojo, 87 Connecticut. That Connecticut, it's amazing. Um, very what creamy. It, what makes it amazing? Just, it's, a, it's a great mild to medium, great flavors, creamy. It, Anybody will be able to smoke that cigar in the morning or midday. I, I mean, fantastic. I know that it's, it's one of those cigars that are just turning, it's turning great everywhere we've placed it. Mm. So outside of the 100 Anjos, definitely that 87 Connecticut. And any of those time capsule lines are great, too. 
That's fantastic. And That's they're cool. all available, obviously. The time capsules and DNA are available at Two Guys. Mm -hmm. And for that video that I was telling you about of the process of that and do you, mm -hmm. it is up on the website of Two Guys under the DNA section. Okay. Oh, sweet. It is posted up there. If you guys want to see it, definitely go on Two Guys and you'll be able to see it. That's twoguyscigars.com. Yes, the number two, guyscigars.com. And go to the DNA Cigars and you'll see that video. It's really, really interesting. Very well done. Hmm. Um, final verdict on this cigar. Uh, I'm giving this a, a thumbs up. Lots of great flavors. It, you know, there's a lot of complexity going on here. Um, burned great all the way down. This is a cigar that I could smoke. You know, first thing in the morning, and I, I'd be happy smoking it last thing in the. I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to call the store and check on you. <laughs> yeah. What are you smoking right now? What yeah. are you smoking? I'll make sure to get tabs. I'm sure you will. <laughs> yeah. All right, I, I'm giving it a full thumbs up as well. I mean, personally, when you get caramel and spice in any cigar, it's it's a plus for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but the amount of complexity, uh, you know, construction's great on this. Uh, just enjoyable all around. So big thumbs up. Excellent. I, too, would give it a thumbs up. It is in my regular rotation. I smoke about one a week. Very, very good. Glad to hear. Awesome. Three thumbs up. There you go. Winner, it doesn't winner. happen as often as it you It doesn't. Think. No. <laughs> it's a good day, then. <laughs> it is a very good day. Now, next week, uh, we're going to be smoking the Four Kicks Sublime Maduro by Crown Heads. Okay. So go to your local brick and mortar. Pick one of those up so you, you can smoke it with us. If your shop doesn't have them, you can order them from twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Make sure you have one so you can smoke with us next week. Willie, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having this me, guys. This has been awesome. One more time. What's my last name? Miante. No. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. It just Whoa. got worse. worse. Marante. Marante. There you go. I'll Marante. That. That's All a right. wrap. That's a good. You've <laughs> been listening to The Assholes, unfiltered cigar radio broadcasting from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 podcast cafe you can download this and any episode you may have missed on iHeartRadio, facebook youtube itunes podbean virtually anywhere you can find a podcast and be sure to follow us on twitter at the ashholes and on instagram at ashholes radio we'll see you next week The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.